The work of this church in the world is realized through the generous financial support of all who call this place home. Along with the gifts and time and talent, ours is a shared ministry. You have a role to play here. Church membership is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org.
just want to reflect briefly on over 20 years of concert exchanges with the choruses behind me. Um, it was not part of the plan to witness the perfect union of the finest public university and most flexible choral conducting job I know of with a position in a most secular religious institution as this and in one of the most progressive cities in America. Um, and with all of that, in this past quarter of a century, I've only managed to sing some of the best Catholic music ever written. <laughs> <clears throat> I want to thank all of the managers of the Alumni Chorus in particular for allowing these exchanges to take place um, over the years. I don't think the church's mind did it all, <laughs> um, except maybe for today, um, our bending, if not breaking, all of the health protocols so carefully forged over these past months. For this, I must thank our brilliant, thoughtful, and caring health committee for carving out this opportunity for a final trip through some great music together. I believe we were ready to do this. Um, we gathered a few months ago to offer up all of the Walt Whitman music that we've been learning, and today is an extension of that program we did in early December. We just finished repeating a piece from early December. I hope you didn't mind us repeating it. Uh, this time we did it with uh, orchestra um, towards the unknown region. Um, the real inspiration was the marriage made between Walt Whitman and Rafe Von Williams. Instead of um, a relationship they, uh, they never really met, <laughs> but it lasted for decades. Uh, Towards the Unknown Region was written in 1904 to 1906. The piece you're about to hear was written in 1936. I won't go into Von Williams' life too much, but I have to share a few remarkable things. As an agnostic, he wrote some of the finest religious music of the 20th century. As a pacifist, and having worked hard to achieve great notoriety as a leading composer by 1914, he enlisted as a private in the British Medical Corps at the outset of World War I at the age of 42. He was commissioned as a lieutenant in the Royal Artillery at the age of 45 and saw action in France there, his hearing was damaged, which led to deafness later in his career. The effects of World War I delayed his ability to, and his willingness, I think, to compose for a number of years. But later in the mid-1930s, at a new height of composing, the troubled spirit of the age found its way into his music similar to what he experienced in the shadow of World War I, he was unable to write another piece of any length for five more years. During World War II, while in his, I'm sorry, I skipped something, written in 1936, however, the music you're about to hear today, Dona Nobis Pachem, is a desperate and very dynamic plea for peace and it was completed in a very, very short amount of time. During World War II, while in his 70s, he chaired the Home Office Committee for the release of interned alien musicians. He also served on several musical committees, and he served on another committee for refugees from uh, Nazi oppression. During Dona Nobis Pachem, oh, I, I, also want to mention that he was in excellent health at the age of 85 and passed um, without any reason to think that he would. Um, so he lived a very long life and wrote incredible amount of music. And the quality of his music at the end of his life is just as intense and, and inspiring and beautiful. During Dona Nobis Pachim today, we will stop twice briefly, as you'll see in your order of service, to meditate and also give you a chance to support our effort today during the offering. I've asked Allison and Dave to frame the music a little bit as we go, and I will only add two more things. Our soprano soloist, Nancy, um, begins and ends the Dona Nobis Pacham with an entreaty. At first, a fervent cry for peace 
And at the end, to finish, after enjoying a moment of hopefulness, she sounds a warning that we must heed lest we revert and again sacrifice righteousness and peace to war. The last point of interest is the surprise appearance after today's offering sung words from a political speech. Uh, everything else is Walt Whitman <laughs> and um, words from the Bible, but buried in Movement 5, the angel of death, you'll hear, a speech shared in the House of Commons by a man named John Bright. Probably the greatest oration he ever made he was the lone voice in opposing the Crimean War at the time. And those of you who know about the Crimean War, you know that it was, and, and Dave will share some more words about that, but I won't go into it now, but it's, it's uh, rather remarkable. And he lost his position in Manchester and had to become a House of Commons uh, a Parliament member in Birmingham after that, and, and was, I believe, in the House of Commons for well over 45 years. But he is the, he's also the order most responsible for steering England from supporting the South in our civil war. Much as our own Thomas Starr King, a former minister of this church and laid to rest just out here on the corner, the only sarcophagus in San Francisco. Sorry, I have students here. I need to educate them as we do. <laughs> but as you know, Thomas Starr King um, among many things, he kept California in the Union and did his orations on Union Square. So we have kind of a parallel uh, personality in England helping uh, England stay out of, of that, the wrong side of the engagement, or at least that side of the engagement. So uh, Abraham Lincoln installed a bust of John Bright at the White House and is supposedly still on display there. The statue of Thomas Starr King represented California in the U.S. Capitol until, what, about 10 years ago, when replaced with a likeness of Ronald Reagan. On that note, I offer the glorious notes of Dona Nobis Pachem as composed by Rafe Von Williams.
and night incessantly softly wash again again and again this soiled
Hello. 